The information on this show is not intended to be the primary basis for investment decisions and should not be used to provide financial advice. Please obtain the guidance of a financial professional regarding your particular financial concerns. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. This program reflects the views of Arif Halabi, California Insurance License 0B93792 of TFS Financial Insurance Services. TFS Financial Insurance Services, California Insurance License Number 0F22477, provides retirement income strategies using insurance and annuity products, which are guaranteed by the claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Financial security will help you live the life you dream. Learn about financial power, the total financial hour. Now higher income strategy. Learn from Arab Halabi. Hey, welcome to the show. Thanks for being with me. I appreciate you spending your time. A lot of things going on, of course, this week. So we talk about your family's finances. Oh, my gosh. You know, is there uh, could it be any crazier? The way we look at the hypocrisy on the left, uh, you know, I'm sure if you turn tune into any talk radio show, uh, all of us will be talking about it. So it's not going to be a secret. And this isn't better not be at least the first time you heard about. But when you have New Jersey Governor Murphy, when you have California Governor Newsom. When they go out and, and hang out and go to restaurants. Right. You saw the viral video of the lady that confronted him and, and cursed at him and called him names and uh, certainly used some expletives that we will not use here. Uh, but maybe they were called for. When you have the hypocrisy, when you have the disgusting and, and yes, when I say that word, I mean it literally. The disgusting conversations. That they have with the media. In relation to your behavior. They stand in front of a group. They stand in front of you and me through through the news media, and they try to explain to us why it's so important that we follow the rules and why we do what we're supposed to. And then he goes to the French laundry. And then when he gets caught about it, right, he doesn't realize that there's a video or, or, or pictures. So then Gavin Newsom goes before us, and then he lies about it. Well, we were in open air. We were wearing masks. We were maintained. But I still shouldn't have gone. You know, shame on I take. Remember this? I take responsibility. One of the most hypocritical things anybody can say, because what does it mean? Nothing. Take responsibility. What does that mean? Take responsibility means you should step down as governor. Why aren't you guys, uh, you know, protesting? Everybody signs a petition and and wipes their brow and goes, oh, that was tough. Let's go back to Canasta, huh? Uh, Maybe you should write letters. Maybe you should... Get in front of the media. And yes, from Google and Twitter, they're all going to be against you. Facebook, yes. And you know what? We still got, what, 70 million plus votes. First time in history a president's ever lost an election by getting more votes the second time than the first. First time a Republican's ever lost an election by getting nearly 20% of the black vote. First time a president's ever a Republican president's ever lost an election by campaigning the way he did. Of course there was fraud. And now that they know it, they say, think, well, a widespread fraud. It's this thing you can't touch, right? Widespread fraud. It's like a smoke. It's a mist. Grab it. Go, go, go ahead. Grab that widespread. Oh, see, you can't prove it. It's because widespread fraud. Give me a definition that's literal. And instead, these educated news hosts that you watch on TV, including Fox, guys, uh, right? We call it the disappointing Fox now. 
right? They, they suddenly caved. They went, uh-oh, we got to get behind Joe Biden or we're going to be in trouble. You have a couple of uh, hosts left that are able to speak their mind, but how long will they last? I don't know. You saw how quickly they were able to, to create something to get rid of Bill O'Reilly, right? Poof, he was gone in a minute, and they paid off all those other ladies millions and millions. Maybe they should have. I don't know. I just know a, a guy that we were listening to last weekend, right, Bill O'Reilly on some of the news shows, or sorry, sorry, some of the commercials on some station, and then all of a sudden he's gone. People forgot about him within days, weeks, over. How quickly do you think they're going to eliminate Tucker or, or Sean? I don't know. Maybe. And these are the news hosts. You would expect this from the MSDNC, right? <laughs> from, from the Democratic National Committee's sm- uh, spokesperson. Communist News Network. I mean, right? You, you know those things. You would expect it from them to have them go out and, and fake this. Well, there's no widespread fraud. You can't touch it. You can't grab it. Show me. And then you show them 1,000. They go, yeah, but it's not widespread. 10,000. It's not wide. Okay, can you give me a number? What does widespread mean? A million? Five million? 70, 300 million? Aha, 300 million votes. Now I believe it. I mean, I mean where's the ridiculousness in this? So you have to, to plan... Your life, that literally the fox is in charge of the hen house. You have to plan your financial life to realize California will not get its act together. And the crack addict called Governor Newsom's California's budget plan is going to get more money from the great uncle who never had children and who felt bad and is going to be paying Gavin Newsom and California. But guess who gets stuck with the bill? Right, You understand, Gavin will sign the loan papers from the federal government, like he did under President Obama. Gavin Newsom signed the loan papers from President Obama, and then it, it in turn, charged employers like me and maybe some of you a per-year fee per employee that we have. It started out in, in 15 and 16 as $150 a, month, a year per employee. Not a big deal. But Toyota saw the writing on the wall. That's why they left. $150 per year per employee. They left. And then what? The next year, Nestle said, we're going to go. No, no, no. We'll figure it out, said California. Don't go anywhere. That's a lot of jobs in Glendale. Big. Remember, for years, for decades, that building stood with the name Nestle on the top. Right? The first floor, they had a store, like an employee store. I've been in it once. had a friend that worked there. Really cool, like a dime for, you know, Nestle candy bars and really cool stuff. And then... The second year, they come out, they say, now it's $175 per employee. Okay, Nestle leaves. Now, along the way, guys, thousands of other California companies left. What I'm telling you is that it's going to get worse, much, much worse, before it gets better. I wish it wasn't this way, right? Why am I the guy who, who's not, who doesn't get to say good news? That's kind of crummy. Right? If you're in Texas or, or, or Tennessee or North Carolina or South Carolina, Utah, Idaho, uh, even Arizona, right? They're, they're talking about good news. Hey, guys, the economy's up. Hey, guys, we're recovering faster than ever. Hey, guys, we have new projects working on the roads and the bridges, and we're fixing uh, this and improving that. And instead, instead of California getting its act together, how can, and I thought about this on the way to the station today, how can a government or anything exist when the people that work for them called, right, the employees, government agency, post office, it doesn't matter, police departments, they have unions, and then those unions turn around and can give money to the same politicians that regulate them 
and that give them pay raises and that, that uh, correct their mistakes and discipline them. And it becomes this perpetual circle to where who's going to pay when these government employees – I mean, do you understand that these people, these health inspectors that come to these the, the homes or, or the houses, the businesses and say, you can't have your business operating this way. This is illegal. Okay, excuse me, Mrs. Inspector, did, did you still get a paycheck? Wait, don't tell me they're paying for your health insurance. Did they? Really, they did? Wow. Well, at least you don't have a retirement plan. Oh, wait, what? You, you mean they, they're giving you a retirement plan too? Okay, so you're coming to me. I'm the guy who has to pay for that stuff. I pay for your retirement plan. I pay for your health insurance. pay for your paycheck. I pay for your pay raise. That's automatic because every year that you just sit in the chair, you deserve an extra pay raise. Just for existing, you get a pay raise. You didn't do anything better or worse. You just, you're just there. And then try to get fired from a federal or, or a state job or a city or a county job. Punch your boss in the nose. See, how, see if you get fired. You don't even get fired, especially if you're a minority. You claim, well, you know, what, racism or persecution or boom, yeah, transfer. And just wait six months, they'll promote you. And you tell me how that is, is a sustainable system. Now, if the adult in the room, President Trump, were to have been reelected with a strong majority, which is what California and the rest of the blue states feared, he would have cracked down on this drunken, crack-filled spending that these people are doing and the mismanagement and the overpaying. And so there was such a strong movement. Is it surprising to anybody, really, that there's widespread fraud? You see, they were playing for survival. You and I were playing for ideas. I mean, do you see how the stakes are not the same? Right? It's like a game of gladiator. One person, if they lose, they die. The other person, if they lose, they go to the mush pot. Right? They sit in the middle. They have, uh, we get mad. We have things thrown at us. But, uh, but we don't die. We just go on our way in three, three weeks. Well, back to normal. The left was playing for pure survival. They would have been exposed through the intelligence agencies. They would have been exposed through their, their corruption throughout the entire left and right. Republican, Democrat, established people would have been exposed. And so now what happens? Now Biden comes in, covers it all up. A guy who doesn't even know what day it is or what city he's in or even what office he's running for. Look at him in a split screen with somebody from CNN or MSNBC. You know that they are not stupid people. You know when the camera goes off and when they're back home or they're driving by themselves on a phone call with their close friend, they're like, uh-oh, but this is better than Trump. Uh-oh. But at least he's got Kamala Harris. You know that they're and they still bought into that system. They still support Biden as a as a candidate and as a, a future potential president. Right. I mean, they are not people with principles. They don't think of the United States first. They think of the party first. Because everybody knows that Biden is, is just like a you know, weekend at Bernie's guy. He's just propped up, walks around. Hey, everybody, smile, smile, smell your hair. Smile, smile, corn pop. doesn't have anything to do with truth. I mean, he's, uh, listen, I think it's elder abuse to do what they did to him. And Jill Biden is the villain in the story, just so you know. 
in this whole story? Because we, I've said this to you before. Husbands and wives, we count on each other to tell us when we have parsley in our teeth. For some of you that get drunk, you know, hey, listen, honey, you've had too much. Let's go home now. Right? Straighten you up when you're not that, uh, when you're angry. Make sure you don't get, right? You count on each other to, to, to privately, quietly tell you when, you know, your, your hair painted blue and, and your, your, your pant leg is tucked into your sock. I mean, these kind of things, right? You're counting on somebody that cares for you to keep you from looking silly. And she didn't do that. Shame on her. Literally, as a villain in history. Because I kept thinking, you know, how am I going to retire? How are you going to retire in a country where people get something for doing nothing? Right? You've heard me say $78,000 a year in Californian benefits. Husband, wife, two kids. Yet, let me back up. Husband and wife, not even here legally or illegally, doesn't matter. Husband, wife, two kids. Between their subsidies for their cell phone. Yeah, that's right. They, they deserve, they need it's a right. So, didn't you see? Third uh, bill of right underneath the, yeah, you have to look carefully, but it says, thou shalt be entitled to a cell phone. It might have been one of the commandments. I've got to check. So we give people a cell phone for just existing, for being here. We give people all the free food that they want, right? As much as you, uh, oh, don't worry, we're going to pay for your rent. <laughs> Guess what? You don't even have to pay it right now. It's good news. Oh, we pay for your utilities, we give you money, cash money. We pay for your education, transportation. It's around $78,000 a year for husband, wife, and two kids. Add another child or two or three, and it goes up from there. So the point is, somebody has to pay for that stuff. The federal government is going to give California another loan. Now, you think that's a good thing. You're like, we're fine. No, because the drunk is not going to change their behavior. It's like, okay, finally, the wino on the corner. Finally, I'm going to give him 20 bucks. He's going to go get a shower, get cleaned up. Finally, when he comes back, I'm going to give him another $100. He's going to buy some clothes, get kind of clean, and go for the job interview. That's it. Well, think of Gavin Newsom as the wino. And and think of the the president-elect, as they say, Biden, and the Democrat administration through the federal government, because that's what they did under Obama. Think of them as the pusher, the one giving money, and you're going to have to pay for it. So if you're going to retire in California, listen, it's my favorite place in the world, right? You guys call it home. People died to get over here. They came to this country. They came to California. They did everything they could to try to make it here. And now... The left is taking it away. And some people fight. Some people donate money to the causes. Some Listen, I'm telling you. You can support me. That's, that's great. I appreciate it. And many, many of you do. And you allow us to, to continue to support Dennis Prager and Larry Elder. I appreciate that. Because of what you do, as our client, we pass it on. We make it so the fighters can keep fighting. But I want to encourage you to support the others that Dennis and Larry endorse, whether it's Dr. Eddie Simon or Barack Lurie, right? The MyPillow uh, company. I have towels from MyPillow. I have pillows from MyPillow. We could have bought them from anywhere. I happen to like them. I think they're great quality. But why? 
Are we supporting Mike Lindell? Because he supports the fighters. Right? We have to use a pillow anyway. You're going to have to use towels anyway. So my point is, I want you to continue to support the fighters. Many of you do, and I appreciate it. And as this period of Thanksgiving in our lives, I want you to remember, I'm grateful for you. 16 years on the radio, about 3,000 radio shows. The times that we've been on the air, about 3,000 hours, plus or minus. It's a big deal because what it does is it allows us, you guys allow us to continue. You may not have the desire, the courage, the, the, the interest to get on a radio show or, to, or to, to speak your mind, but that's okay. We'll do it for you. And by you supporting us and supporting those that support Dennis Prager, Larry Elder, uh, Charlie Kirk, right? Our, our, we're a recent sponsor of Charlie Kirk. That's a big deal for me because he's the next generation. He's on Turning Point USA, the ability to go out and change minds where we've neglected, where conservatives have neglected for two generations. And yet on the other side of the equation, the left doesn't stop. Look at the kind of things that they do. And you're able to get in there and make a difference when you support those that support Charlie Kirk, Dennis Prager, Larry Elder, and on and on. These are important parts of the equation because you and your family make a difference when you are here in California. The flood, the exodus of people leaving the state is still over 2,000 people a day. A day. Right? You're not going to see them. Just go on any freeway. Right? The 15 freeway. The 40. Take a look. Those that are going with U-Haul trucks one, one, one way into Arizona and beyond, New Mexico, Texas, they just keep driving. Those with moving vehicles, moving vans, with uh, a big pickup trucks with stuff strapped to the outside of it. And they don't stop. They just go. So I want you to, to be encouraged that if you're a fighter, I want you to keep fighting. And if you can't fight, if that's not your personality, but you can support those that do, I appreciate it because we're one of those. If you don't want to want to uh, get in the mix, right, get, get in there and make a difference, then I, I, I can't help it but say that's probably the reason we are where we are is because not enough people stood up. Courage is not an easy thing. Look at the signers of the Constitution, or sorry, the Declaration of Independence. Look at the signers of the Declaration of Independence and see what they lost. See the freedoms, the lands, the confiscations, the peace of mind. A lot of them had to fight. They weren't doing it for themselves. Why would you do that when you know you're going to lose it? They did it because they thought of you. That's right, people they would never meet. And your children and your great-grandparents. They fought they stood up to tyranny, called the British government at the time, right? And they did that. And they did that for you. All right. Hey, guys, we're talking about retiring a little bit here at the Total Financial Hour. TFS Financial Insurance Services, 888-99-RETIRE. That's 888-997-3847. 888-99-RETIRE. 997-3847. 888 retired The total financial hour. All right, I'm getting into a couple of things here. I want you to realize when it comes to retirement, what your home, your retirement home should look like. I don't want you to have a retirement home or place where the utility costs are outrageous. There are some places in the United States, and you can research it. You can go online, go to Bing, go to Yahoo. They were the only two that, that operated fairly during this last election. 
I won't get into the proof now, but I saw it. It's there. Go to Bing and research. Tell me where the lowest utility costs are in the United States. Why do I say utility? Because one, you're home more. Because as a retired person, you're going to spend more time at home. So your utilities could be a, a higher amount than it is when you leave in the morning and return in the evening. Right? When you're not working, air conditioning, heater, electric bill, etc. While you're doing that, and this is important, I think, but I want you to look at property taxes. Because property taxes, you never pay off. Right? It isn't like, okay, well, I bought a house and I sold uh, my rental property and I wrote one check and I paid off my house. It feels great. And next year, property taxes come again. So I want that expense to be relatively low as well. That's why it's difficult to retire in some of the counties and the cities around Dallas or around Austin. They may not have income tax, but their property taxes is quite high. So look to see where your exposure is. In retirement, are you going to have a much higher income where income tax is a big deal? Right in the state of California, real quick, you're going to get up to 10% and most likely even up to 13 or 16% if you're going to retire. So in the state of California, it may make sense for you to have a lower income tax when you move because the property tax is already high in California. Here we pay high everything. We pay, we pay high sales tax. Some of the highest in the country, I think in L.A. County, I want to say we're in the top five or uh, top five counties out of hundreds and hundreds of counties in sales tax, income tax, one of the highest in the country. Property taxes, above average for sure. It's not the highest because a lot of Texas counties. But in Texas, they have a smaller uh, sales tax and no income tax. And when you go buy a gallon of gas, so are you going to be somebody who travels a lot? You're going to buy an RV or do you have an RV? where you're going to be using a lot of gas. Well, let me tell you, if you are outside of California, you're going to save hundreds of dollars every time you fill up, depending on, of course, where you... It's $2 a gallon savings. So figure you have a a 50-gallon tank or probably a 100-gallon gas tank times $2, that's $200 every time you fill up. Now, if you're somebody who doesn't drive a lot, you have electric vehicles, So when you do drive, it's relatively close or you're using electricity. No problem. You better make sure your utility rates are low. You follow me? So each of you are a little different. I don't want you to find a place because your neighbor's cousin's mother moved someplace that that's where you're going to go. I want you to decide as you start to move or relocate, you got to go back and say, what is our personal situation? Let me reevaluate our life. Let me take a look and see where my risk is. For example, when it comes to, to moving, are you somebody that wants to go to the theater a lot? Do you enjoy music? Do you enjoy the theater? If you do, you need to live close to a place within reason where you can drive there. So a lot of the entertainment, the outdoor activities, do I love oceans and biking and hiking and rivers and mountains? Those are things that matter from your 50s, 60s, 70s, whenever you are going to retire or start planning to retire. It's about that. Look, in the second half of the hour, guys, I want to cover a couple of things. How do you know how much risk you should have in your portfolio? Because for so many of you, your risk is higher than you, than you even think or that you should have. So we're going to give you a rule of thumb, and then I'm going to go a little higher, a little lower, because some of you might move a little bit off of the average. That's fine. 
We're going to get into the, the alternatives, the places that you can put instead of being in the market, and what the purpose is of the money. Remember, everything about your retirement, everything, everything about the, the dollars in your pocket, the purpose of the money determines the place of your money. If you can decide what the job of the money is, and I can tell you where it should go, give you ideas, give you suggestions. And this is important as you begin to make the changes as you prepare to live in this new economy, because I can tell you a year from today, we will not be in the same place. I think some bad stuff's coming down the road. I think inflation may be coming. We don't know. We'll check. Stay with me as we continue on the Total Financial Hour. 888-99-RETIRE, 888-997-3847. I'm Eric Hallaby on the Total Financial Hour. We'll be right back. Higher income strategy, I'll retire comfortably. Thanks to Arab Halaby. Financial security will help you live the life you dream. Learn about financial power, the total financial hour. Now higher income strategy. Learn from Arab Halaby. Hey, welcome back. I'm Arab Halaby. Total Financial Hour. The Total Financial Hour here every week at this time, talking about your family's finances, of course, getting out of debt, managing money, planning for the future. It uh, unfortunately has really morphed into uh, almost everything, right? World events, world politics, certainly U.S. politics and monetary policy. All of that kind of weaves into what you might think is a fairly simple process, which is, and we have enough money, let's retire. And we're done. You can't do You can't live that way because we are no longer that simple of a system and a society. So let me give you some ideas on how much risk you should have. 888-99-RETIRE. So grab a pen and paper. I'm going to give you my phone number. Uh, 888-997-3847. We're always available uh, during the week. Uh, Even sometimes on the weekend, we'll pick up the phone. Uh, Guys, what's important is if we can help you, that's great. If I can help you kind of eliminate some of the risk in your portfolio with some or part of your money, kind of stay away from it. We are experts or specialists in helping you not lose money. Pretty important because a lot of people think it's about making more money. Oh, I doubled my interest. That's fine. Remember when it goes down, what does your advisor say? Don't sell now. It's a paper loss. Well, then he better tell you it's a paper gain when it's up because you can't have it both ways. Let's have some intellectual honesty here. Is it a paper gain? then I'm okay if you call it a paper loss, meaning it's not really my money here and it's not really my money there. Well, then when is it really my money? When I sell? So if the market's up, do I think maybe it's a paper gain should turn into a real gain? Because how do I make it a real gain? Well, you have to sell in order to make it a real gain. And don't think that financially speaking, you're the only one in the story who's making money. Your, your, Your financial advisors, right, they make... A piece every time, every time you are depositing money, every time that the quarter passes, every time there's a gain or a loss, every time the clock ticks, you only make money when you, quote, sell. And that's not me telling you that. That's them. Because they say it's a paper loss, then it has to be a paper a paper gain. So I'm okay if you want to have some risk in your portfolio. Let's take a look at it. I think you need to have an option of understanding what we call the rule of 100. 
and it's not us. We didn't invent this. It's uh, was created years ago by the by the financial industry, by the stock bond mutual fund industry. So what is the rule of 100? You take your age and you minus it from 100. So 100 minus your age. So for example, if you are 60 years old, then you should have 60% at risk, 40% or 40, right? 60 minus 100, 40% in the market. Uh, Sorry. Yeah, that's right. 60% safe, 40% in the market. Now you might say, Eric, I'm a bit riskier, when my, when my parents pass away in the next 10 years, I'm going to inherit four apartment buildings. They cash flow. They're paid off. Okay, maybe you can have a bit more risk. Maybe you can say I want 45% risk or 55% risk because you have kind of a for sure thing, not quite, but almost a for sure thing coming down the road. Or you can say, listen, I have this is one part of all of my retirement money. Then you got to take an, into account everything. Add it all up. And then from that, you do the 100 minus your age. And that's the amount of risk. And as you can see, every five years or so, as you get a little older, a little older, a little older, you're going to have more and more in the safe zone. And maybe every five years, you readjust your portfolio. I don't know. You could decide. Maybe it's every two years, whenever it might be. And you're constantly moving things over from risk into safety, from risk into safety. And by doing so, we need to identify what risk and what safety is. So from the risk standpoint, here's what falls down that road. Stocks, bonds, mutual funds, those are risk. But Arif, my broker said bonds are safe. Can you ever see bonds go down in value? Right now, we're at historic lows with interest rates. Just be clear, this is 101. In other words, this is basic, first class. When interest rates go down, Your bond value goes up. Think of a teeter-totter. It's called an inverse relationship. Simple enough, right? Bond, bond, when interest rates in the economy overall, when they go down, boy, the value starts to go up. You made money. You did great. You made lots of money. But when bond rates are already low, you can't go below zero. I mean, I'd go. Maybe you can. Japan has. Germany. But we will probably not go below zero in the U.S. economy. So that means interest rates are going to go from where they are and they're going to probably go up. Now think of it as a teeter-totter, right? Remember that old teapot? One side goes up, the other side goes down. So as the one side that goes up, which is interest rates, since we're at all-time lows, really that's the more likely direction that they're going to go, then that means the value of your bonds will and can decrease. So they're not as safe as you might think. Because my definition of safe, and maybe I should clarify this, is to not lose the principal. I don't want to lose my money. Arif, number one, don't lose my money. Great, I'm here to help. If, you're, if your first option, if your first choice is, well, Arif, um, I'm okay with losing a little bit of money as long as I can make, you know, potentially on the other side, a heck of a lot more money. Okay, great, that's the risk side. And I recommend you find somebody that only does If you want to do stocks, they only do stocks. If you want to do mutual funds, they only do mutual funds. I don't want somebody that says, I can do stocks, bonds, ETFs, mutual. I am an expert in everything. Baloney, you can't be. You wouldn't have somebody come and work on your house. right? You have a million-dollar house. You're doing an addition or or a remodel, and he says, I am the guy who's an expert in plumbing. I'm an expert in electrician. I'm an expert in framing. And man, can I do drywall like nobody else. And you look around and you say, when you say you, you're supposed to be great at everything? 
You wouldn't believe him. So don't believe somebody who says they're great. They might be good at a lot of things, but they can't be great at everything. Nobody can. So we're clear about that. Of course, when you go to a transmission repairman, you want your transmission fixed. Don't say, oh, by the way, while we're at it, can you put in uh, you know, new brakes for me? Uh, you know what? Let me look at a YouTube video. I'll have it done by tomorrow at lunch. <laughs> no, thank you. No, I'm good with that. I'll, I'll go down the street to the person who does only brakes on foreign cars, German cars from my make and model, right? That, that's, that's really what you want. So here are some of the risk ideas. Stocks, bonds, mutual funds, ETFs. Starting to see a lot of private placements and limited partnerships. Certainly real estate can go up and down. You know, the Rothschilds had a great quote. Rothschilds, a very wealthy New York family years ago, probably still around, different last names, I'm sure, as they uh, married into other families. But their foundation was this. You can never go broke taking a profit. Meaning some of you are waiting to, for the market to go up even higher and higher and higher. And I'd say, okay, what did you make this year? What's your interest so far this year? Well, I've made 27% with the stock. Okay, great. Well, did you really sell it yet? Or is it a paper gain, paper loss? I don't know. What, what are we talking about here? Well, I'm waiting for it to get up to this much more money. You can, but nobody goes broke taking a profit. In other words, making money, the biggest mistake is watching it go backwards. So please be careful. The, the adage is buy low, sell high, not buy at the bottom, sell at the top, because that's impossible. It's make money, sell, which is realize the gain and move to a safer place. Well, that's what we're here for. 888-99-RETIRE, 888-997-3847. Let me give you a definition of what some of the safe parts uh, are. Number one, savings. Savings account, super simple, safe, insured by banks, uh, CDs. Those are insured by credit unions and banks. FDIC, you've seen it. Member, FDIC. Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation. So what happens is, and I'm, I don't know the exact number, so I'm just going to make it up so you get the idea of the concept. You deposit $200,000 with the bank X, and they take a small, small portion and they buy an insurance policy on you or on that money. Let's say they take $50 and they put it into this bucket, just like your auto insurance takes a small premium from you and from everybody else. So when one person crashes their car, they use that bucket of money to help fix their car or get them a new one. So when this bank goes out of business, everybody runs, well, those that are there get paid. As long as you have the FDIC insurance. Currently, it's up to $250,000. Pretty good money. Used to be 100 many years ago. They changed it to 250 per account. So you have FDIC insurance on savings. Here's the purpose of savings accounts. You have great access to it. You can use your ATM card. You can use your debit card at a, at a merchant transaction. You can even use it online. You can go into the bank. Not much, not much of that activity is going on these days. Very few people are walking into banks. First time you ever thought you could go into a bank with sunglasses, a hat, and a mask. Right? In Central America, South America, they don't even wear, allow you to wear a hat. When we were on vacation, I went in to, to get some money once many years ago, and I had a hat and sunglasses like you would as your, you know, in your T-shirt, whatever else as you're, you're hanging out. And I thought, oh, I'll run in the bank real quick. They make you take off your hat and your sunglasses at the door. Well, 
I don't know. What are they doing now with coronavirus? It's very interesting. So good access to the money, not so good interest rates. It used to be that a savings account, whether it be in a savings or a CD, the job of that money when you retired, because you would earn a little bit of Social Security, you'd have your house paid off. That's why a 30-year mortgage is 30 years, right? Because by that time you're retired. It's not a 20-year mortgage. It was never a 50-year mortgage. It was designed for a young man to get himself in order, to marry usually a much younger lady, because he has to be mature and he wants a a wife to be able to have kids and, and to have a family. So let's say he's 30 years old by the time he's settled. Well, 30 plus 30 gives a 60-year-old man and his wife a house that's paid off. You didn't move every six years or every nine years like people do today. You moved once from your parents' house to your house. And the goal was to get that paid off as quick as possible. 30-year mortgage. So that was part of the retirement. The wife, the, the surviving spouse, which was usually the lady would end up with a house that's paid off, very low bills, savings, checking, money in the bank, earning 3 or 4 or 5% interest. Just living on that CD interest every year was more than enough when you added Social Security in there. That was the norm. And it would have been amazing had they had a pension. We'll get to that in a minute on pensions. But CDs, much better interest rates. What are the drawbacks? What are the good news? Good news is a better interest rate. There is some access today, maybe interest. They allow you to take the interest out every six months or every year or something like that. They have a a little bit of a liquidity. The bad news is they lock it up for quite a period of time, six months, five years. But here's here's the deal. If it's not a retirement account and it's in a CD, you can't access the money, but you have to pay taxes on the money. So in other words, it's a CD you sold something. It's a $100,000 CD. Let's say you were paid $2,000 in interest this year. I know that's not a lot, but let's just call it normal because that's what it is. Then on the other side of things, what happens is you receive a bill to pay taxes on $2,000, but you can't access the CD in order to pay it. So there's kind of a, it's kind of a yucky spot. Checking accounts. Well, it's pretty self-explanatory. The job of a checking account is to pay your bills each month, each week. It's designed to kind of be there as a put and take. Put it in, take it out. We call it a put and take account. So years ago, when the U.S. economy made some shifts, when some changes came along, about 110 years ago, 115 years ago, when there was a collapse in the U.S. economy, in fact, the Bank of the United States fell apart. Now, most people didn't feel it. Because they were farmers. They, they bartered. You guys went along and I'll mow your lawn, you cut my hair. I'll give you chickens, you give me hay. Right? People did that kind of stuff. And the better your chickens, the better reputation your hay had. Your alfalfa. I mean, you, you understand those things created more value or less value. And so people would barter. So when the banking system had a problem, eh, most people just kind of shrugged their shoulders and went on their way. Now, the elites, the higher-end people, the Carnegie's, the uh, uh, you know Rothschilds and Vanderbilt's, Roosevelt's, what did they do? Well, they ended up saying, well, we got to make some changes here. So they created the Federal Reserve System. In fact, the United States government, I know, of, of course, guys, I'm surmising it, but the United States government came to them and said, look, this is the second time we collapsed the Bank of the United States. We're going to need some help. You guys are smart. You've managed money. You've managed businesses. You're the smart one. Does that sound familiar like President Trump? 
The Democrats collapse the economy, messed up everything. A businessman comes in, and of course they hate him for it because he's not playing their game. He fixes the economy, starts to create and build a better, a better system, and they, they fall apart. So what happens? Very simple. They created the Federal Reserve account, uh, Federal Reserve Bank, about 110 years ago. In doing so, that is what creates the safety. And the Federal Reserve said, we're going to use banks and we're going to use insurance companies. We're going to use them to put money into the economy, take money out of the economy. So they're putting money in, they're putting money out. Now, banks have FDIC insurance. Insurance companies have something called a reserve account. In order to deposit money, invest money, save money, whatever it might be, with an insurance company, you use a fixed annuity or a fixed indexed annuity. Those two, that's equivalent to, if you will, the savings and checking in the world of banking, meaning there's, there's protections, there's, there's insurance, not from the FDIC, but it's the reserve account system. And it's the strength of that insurance company, meaning if you're going to use a weak, a B-rated insurance company, maybe you're going to have challenges. If you're going to use an A, A-plus rated, they say maybe you're going to have a lot less challenges. It's just like when the Federal Reserve does a stress test on banking. They say this bank has way too many loans, risky loans, defaults, not enough money on deposit. This insurance company has a lot better uh, history. They've been around for a long time. They've been through ups and downs. Those are the only companies that we work with. In fact, I only work with A-rated companies or companies in the A-rated category. Last weekend, I was with some folks. They were. They said, listen, it was a trade deal, industry trade deal. And they said, Eric, we, uh, you know, we're, we're using some B-rated companies. They get, they're better interest rates for our clients. I said, okay, well, I wouldn't do that. I mean, it's nice to know that, that they're thinking about it and they're aware of it. and Maybe there's never going to be a problem. But that's just not something we would do. My reputation is too important. Our clients' money is way too important. So we work with A-rated companies. <clears throat> fixed and fixed indexed annuities. What's the difference? A fixed annuity has its counterpart in the banking world very similar to a CD meaning they say, we're going to give you 3% interest and it's 3% every year, come heck or high water. doesn't matter. Whatever the market's doing, you're going to earn interest rate, the same one for two years, five years, 10 years, seven years, whatever it is that you choose in the fixed annuity world. But here's the trade-off. When you earn interest in that account, it is not a taxable event until you withdraw it. So even if it's money that you put in your bank account, even if it's money that goes into a CD, you're going to pay tax on it, on the interest. With us, or with any fixed annuity, when you put money in, it's not subject to income tax until you withdraw the money. Important distinction, because I don't want your Medicare premiums, I don't want Social Security to be taxed based on interest for money that you are not using. Right? If you have 200000 sitting in a CD in a bank and you're not using it, and your interest is four or $5,000 a year, and you have to pay taxes on that money, you're like, but I don't need it. That could trigger your Social Security to be taxed. That could trigger your Medicare premiums to be raised. Now, before I get too far, realize this. You need to have a tax preparer or a C CPA handling this part of your life. We work with them. We coordinate with them. We speak the same language, but 
ultimately, the expert in the room when it comes to taxes is going to be your CPA, not us. But you need to know this. You need to ask these questions. Because, quote, a normal financial uh, professional might say, oh, yeah, yeah, just leave that over there in that account, in the money market account. Yeah, 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 money market. Well, guess what? You might pay fees. We saw this just last week. Certainly, they pay a lot of fees, but they also pay taxes on that money. So I don't want you to get stuck. I don't want you to get burned in a scenario where you can't manage how to, how to, uh, to get out of the way, so to speak, of the tax man. Now, what is a fixed indexed annuity? A fixed indexed annuity is simple. It preserves the principal, just like a fixed annuity does not go backwards. When the market goes forward, so in other words, it is tied to you heard the index, the I, FIA, or equity indexed annuity, some people might know it as, even though that's a bit of an old-fashioned term. Fixed indexed account, same thing. The official name of it today is fixed indexed annuity and has been for a decade. But what does the fixed indexed annuity do? The purpose of it is to go up when the index can go up. So what index are you using? The S&P 500, uh, Barclays, NASDAQ, Russell 2000, the Dow, and on and on. There's lots of indexes out there, measurement tools that are benchmarked or, or managed against the market. So if the market goes up, you get to go up with it. If the market goes down, you just stay the same. You don't lose anything. Every year they take a look. If the market's up, you've earned some interest. If the market's down, well, we start over. And it keeps you from having to go backwards to make up money that was lost. So in other words, people say, oh, I have this much money in my account, and then it goes backwards. Now you have to make up that money back before you ever make new money again. Because as the market goes up and down, up and down, your broker, the financial world, whatever, they're just giving you your own money back. Because you remember, you said that, oh, I have 100000 Now it's worth 75, 80, 85, 90, 60. Right? Well, that up and down, when, whenever you make new money is what? After it gets past 100000 Not with us. With us, when the market goes up, you go up. You get to make some interest. When the market goes down, you don't lose. You can make interest when it goes up the next year. You might. Maybe you stay the same. But you never go backwards. That's really key. And there's some guarantees built in at the end of the term, whatever term you select, three years, five years, 10 years. Hi there, send me all my money. Cancel everything. Here you go. You can take payments out monthly, yearly, usually after the first year. Give me a check. Okay, stop. Okay, give me more. Stop. Okay, give me everything. No problem. So there's a lot more flexibility today than maybe what people thought of 25 or 30 years ago, what annuities used to be like. I don't know. I've only been doing this 25 years. So prior to that, I don't know what the system was like. But I can tell you this. On the safe side of your portfolio, your age minus 100, that's the risk. Your age, that's the safety side. So set that safety side money aside. That's what we're here for. And if we can help you put some or part of your money in a safe place, it's an honor. It's a privilege. 888-99-RETIRE. My office is 888-997-3847. We're here every week at this time to talk about your family's finances. And guys, sometimes uh, for, quote, our appointments, you can come to our office in uh, Glendale or Long Beach or Santa Clarita or Simi Valley. We have locations around different times of the week that we're in different places. So 
It's a bit more convenient. Or, and of course today, this is the number, this is, this, I wish I had a penny every time somebody said the word Zoom. We can, we can do a Zoom call. We can do a phone call or video conference, right? Whatever's more comfortable and convenient for you. I want you to think about this as you move forward this week. Your family's finances are up to you. You've made some mistakes. You've made some great decisions in the past. Those great decisions in the past were always done through thorough and thoughtful thinking. But more importantly than all of that, it was a trust your gut moment, wasn't it? Somewhere in your gut, you said, you know what? This is the right move. Whether it's to marry the person you love, whether it's to buy that house, whether it's to start having children, you just kind of knew that that was the thing to do. You know that if your broker's getting paid when you lose money, when you make money, your broker only calls it a paper gain or a paper loss. You go, something's wrong with this story. I don't know what it is. I just know something's wrong. Maybe we can help. It would be my privilege, guys. 888-99-RETIRE. That's 888-997-3847. You can reach out to us anytime this week, and we'll be happy to reach out back. Thanks for listening. I'm Arif Hallaby. TFSWealth.com. That's our, our website www.tfs stands for Total Financial Solutions, tfswealth.com. Thanks for listening. This is your place for news talk and information. AM870, The Answer. I'm Arif Hallaby on the Total Financial Hour, sponsored by TFS Financial Insurance Services. 888 retire You have a wonderful week. Thanks to Arab Halabi. Now every dollar's got a job to do.